You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Laid up for me the, the faith. Finally, there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give to me on that day. And not to me only, but also to all who have loved his appearing. Let's look at First Timothy chapter 6, 12, from verse 12. Just bear in mind, Paul says, I have what? Fought the fight. First Timothy. It says, fight the good fight of faith. Can you read it with me? Fight the good fight of faith. Can we read it like there are really people in this house, you know, strong voice. Let's read it one more time. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life to which you were also called and have confessed the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. Amen. In verse, you see Paul saying to us, fight the good fight. And by 2 Timothy, he says, I have fought. (laughs) I have fought, I have finished. That has to say something. It means by the time you are getting to the end of your life, when you are finishing, that's when you can say you have fought. If you are not fighting today, you are ready to die. Hello. (laughs) I I, I see some faces like, hmm? Fight the good fight is what he says we must do. Every single day you wake up, it's time to fight. And it's a fight of faith. It's a fight for what God has said to you. It's a fight for your family. It's a fight for your destiny. Are you following? So if today you are not fighting, then it means you are saying to me, you are poor. Who is rounding up and saying, I have fought. I have fought, I have finished. If you are not fighting, get ready to go home. It's time to go. But as long as you are on this earth, as long as you are still here breathing, as long as the Lord has not called you home, then you fight the good fight of faith. There is nothing God has said to you There is no promise, no prophecy. There is nothing that has been declared concerning you that you will ever see if you do not engage your faith. Do you know, I'm going to get there, but something that was so strong on me that the Lord was saying. He says, there are people that need to wake up again and start fighting because they've kind of adapted themselves to their situation listen you if you don't fight you're getting ready to die because the thing is maybe physically we're not fighting paul himself that is talking there where did you see him fight physically but every day he was fighting if you are not If you do not wake up and you have that sense that I'm supposed to fight for something, 
I'm, so, I'm supposed to rise up. I'm supposed to engage with what God has said. If you think the enemy is not fighting, then you're mistaken. So the fact that you are not fighting when it comes to a spiritual thing, the fact that even physically you cannot go to war or there's a battle taking place and you are there and you say, I wrestle not. You are there and bullets are flying and stuff happening. And you say, I'm too sophisticated to fight. And you say, no, I know what I'm wearing. It mustn't get dirty. (laughs) And you decide not to fight. Let me tell you, whether you decide not to fight or not, something will happen. So you either fight or you die. Hello? Tell somebody, you fight or you die. Doesn't sound like good news. (laughs) You don't fight, you die. You fight, you enter into your promised land. You fight, you enter into the promise. Amen. Amen. Luke chapter 1, verse 45. It says, blessed is she. I love that scripture. <laughs> Say, blessed is she who believed. For there will be a fulfillment of those things which were told her from the Lord. Amen. Now, It is God's duty to tell you what he wants to do. Fulfillment does not happen until faith is activated. That scripture says, blessed is the one. In other words, the one that has faith. The one that has believed that what God is saying he will do. Says, blessed are you. Why are you blessed? Because there will now be a fulfillment. Without that belief, you would never see the end of the scripture. It is because of the belief. It is because of the faith that we can say there will surely be a fulfillment. Now, if I look at you, I can tell whether certain things will happen in your life based on how you're walking. Are you walking by faith? Have you given up? Have you thrown in the towel? There are people in this house that Lord said to me, they're going to need to rise up again. They're going to need to start fighting once more. They are happy with where they are. No, they're not actually very happy. <laughs> They've just, you know, they're like, okay. You know, I, I, don't, I don't want to try anything new. I don't, I don't want to do anything that will cause me to be a target to their enemy. I just want to stay on my own. I want to mind my business. And he's saying, you will never see fulfillment if you do not rise up. I'm really just getting ahead of myself, but I'm just flowing here. Let's look at Second Kings chapter 4. I'll read from verse 8. Second um, Kings 4. All right. It happened one day that Elisha went to Shunem. 
where there was a notable woman. And she persuaded him to eat some food. So it was, as often as he passed by, he would turn in there to eat some food. And she said to her husband, look now, I know that this is a holy man of God who passes by us regularly. Please let us make a small upper room on the wall and let us put a bed for him there and a table and a chair and a lampstand. So it will be whenever he comes to us, he can turn in there. And it happened one day that he came there and he turned into the upper room and lay down there. Then he called to Gehazi, his servant. Call the Shunammite woman. You guys know the story, but follow me. When he had called her, she stood before him. And he said to him, Say now to her, Look, you have been concerned for us with all this care. What can I do for you? Do you want me to speak on your behalf to the king or the commander of the army? And she answered, I dwell among my own people. He, he forgot that she's a notable woman. <laughs> she's not a small girl. <laughs> and so he said, what then is to be done for her? And Gehazi answered, actually, she has no son. And her husband is old. What does that mean? Yeah, he's old. Nothing can happen. <laughs> That also tells you that she had been living for a while. All right? And now the man is old. So he said, call her. And when he had called her, she stood in the doorway. And then he said, about this time next year, you shall embrace a son. And she said, and we'll stop here for now. No, my Lord. Man of God, do not lie to your maidservant. Man of God said, about this time next year, huh? you will what? Embrace a son. Hello. If I was speaking to you now and saying to you, I'm trying to find something personal. I don't want to go there. You don't know if she has found. <laughs> so that's why I'm looking for other stuff. But let's use husband. About this time next year, we will be at your wedding. See, she's already rejoicing. She's saying what? Amen. Maybe you are someone you are already married and you don't have children and you've been trying and man of God says and you've been trusting God about this time next year you'll be carrying your baby the normal response is amen you don't have a job about this time next year you will be running your own company amen but this woman said no that's it she said, no, no, Lord, please don't start anything. I have, I have made peace. I'm not in the mood to fight anymore. 
I'm okay. Childless, barren, unfruitful. I'm used to it. There are other things I can do. Okay. I built you an upper room. First man said no. Why did she say no? She wasn't ready to fight. Well, she had fought for some time, but it hadn't produced the result she wanted. So she's like, okay, I'm, I'm fine. I'm satisfied. Blessed is she who has believed. There shall be a performance of the things that has been said to her of the Lord. Now, if you have not believed, if you are saying, no, Lord, just because you are not ready, you are not, you, you know, sometimes you just want peace, you know? I don't want to fight again. How long I've been believing, I don't want to believe. Don't tell me about a husband again. I'm okay. I have a car. I have a house. I've got a great job. I've got everything. Stop disturbing me about that stuff. And you've been wanting a child, but all of a sudden, (laughs) you've been wanting a child. All of a sudden, then, it's not so attractive to you anymore. It says, no, I'm fine. They're too rowdy. They're too... (laughs) Suddenly... Suddenly, suddenly it's no longer attractive. Why is it not attractive? Because you are tired of fighting. The day you stop fighting, you start dying. She was tired. She says, No, I don't want, I don't want a child. I'm comfortable. I'm okay. I don't need one. Let's continue reading. (laughs) But the woman conceived and bore a son when the appointed time had come of which Elisha had told her. In between somewhere she engaged her faith again amen. amen somewhere somehow she had said no I don't want I don't I don't want to do this again I, I've been on this road I don't want to do it but somewhere so I was like oh, okay Lord let it be to your handmaiden according to your word and she conceived and she bore a son when the appointed time had come verse 18 And the child grew. Now it happened one day that he went out to his father, with his father, or rather to his father, to the reapers. And he said to his father, my head, my head. So he said to a servant, carry him to his mother. And when he had taken him and brought him to his mother, he sat on his knees till noon. And then died. You see how this woman was minding her own business. <laughs> Sometimes I say, I always say, I said, you know, I was minding my business. I wasn't soliciting any prophetic word. And suddenly he comes and he begins to tell me some incredible things that I'm like, are you really talking to me? I wasn't looking for it. 
but you started saying stuff to me. Now, if this is what you have said, because you know I didn't ask for it, but if you have said this, if this is what you have said, surely it will come to pass. Because you are not a man that you lie. You are not. So if I was minding my business and you suddenly came and said, by this time next year, am I prophesying to somebody here? By this time next year, he says you will be carrying your son. And truly that happened. And the next thing, the same son died. What's going on? I said to you that every day is a fight. You fought and you interceded to get married. And then after getting married, you think you will not fight to stay married? (laughs) Hello? Uh, Are there people answering because they know that you fight to stay? Yes, I know that we look wonderful when we're out here and you think everything. We fight to stay. And don't think I'm talking we're boxing each other. No, we don't. You are crying, Lord, bless me with a child. Amen. And then he blesses you. That's just the beginning of your fight. I used to say, God tricked me. I've said it, a couple of women have heard me say it. I said, it's best to let us know what parenting is about before you bless me. And there's nothing that is more precious in this world than my children. No one. But I said, Lord, I did not know that for the rest of my life I will be fighting. I didn't realize that in in blessing me with those children, it means I'm fighting at night. I'm fighting during the day. I'm fight every minute. I'm fighting. I'm fighting to make sure that they stay in the faith. I'm fighting to make sure that they fulfill destiny. I'm fighting to make sure that the enemy does not have his way. Every day is a fight. And you're like, Lord, you should have told me. You know, I would have known and understood my options. I won't trade anything. Amen. I won't, but I would have liked to know. (laughs) So if you have not had children, let me just tell you that the day you get pregnant, it is the beginning of warfare. It is the beginning of what? Of warfare. It is not, it, it, from that day, your life can never be the same. When they're in there. Not to talk of when they come out. When I had my first child, when I had Rahila, that night I did not sleep. And I love my sleep. But I didn't sleep. Why didn't I sleep? Because I needed to make sure that she wouldn't cover her head. And suffocate. You know the comforter? There was no sleep. Everything is a fight. 
Then you think they're still small when you can control them, you're holding them. That's still a fight. Then you're thinking, I cannot wait for when they can do run errands. That's another fight. I'm thinking, ah, I, I, I really cannot wait for when I can send them, go and pick your brother. Yo, that's the biggest fight ever. <laughs> because your father, as he goes, help him to be sane as he drives. Lord, I pray for him and I pray for other road users. That Lord, no car will come near him. Make the road free. Oh God, you are praying constantly. You are fighting constantly. Are you following what I'm saying? Every single day. My mother up to today fights for me. And you know how it is. You know when you're an adult. I have those adults in my house now. So when you're saying stuff, then it's almost like, Mom. I had my son say to me, Mom, I, uh, he went back to his place and I said, oh, after some hours, I said, you didn't even tell me that you've arrived. I said, and he said, Mom, I don't have to. You should not have arrived. It takes just about 30 minutes to get to my place. It's over three hours. What am I still doing on the road? <laughs> I said, no, but you tell me. Because I want to know you. He says, no, I don't have to. I said, you have to. I'm begging. You, you have to. But it's something they don't understand. Why must we do all that? Because they don't understand the fight. So as old as I am, my mother is still checking up on me. It's a fight. And this woman who had decided not to fight woke up because the man of God said, you will have a child. Woke up because the man of God said, you cannot sit here and die. You must fight. And she got up to fight. And after she engaged her faith and she fought and had a child, Look at the result. And the child died. Verse 21. And she went up and laid him on the bed of the man of God. Shut the door upon him and went out. Then she called to her husband and said, Please send me one of the young men and one of the donkeys that I may run to the man of God and come back. So he said, why are you going to him today? It is neither the new moon nor the Sabbath. And she said, it is what? You see, he didn't even know what was going on. The sick child, it happened in his presence. <laughs> Let's not go there. <laughs> then she saddled a donkey and said to her servant, drive and go forward. Do not slacken the pace for me unless I tell you. This is a woman that is fighting right there. And so she departed and went to the man of God at Mount Carmel. So it was when the man of God saw her far off that he said to his servant Gehazi, Look, the Shunammite woman, please run now to meet her and say to her, Is it well with you? Is it well with your husband? Is it well with the child? And she answered, Remember, it's Gehazi. Say, It is well. Step aside. Now, when she came to the man of God at the hill, she caught him by the feet. But Gehazi came near to push her away. But the man of God said, let her alone. 
for her soul is in deep distress and the Lord has hidden it from me and has not told me. So she said, did I ask a son of my Lord? Did I not say, do not deceive me? Then she said to Gehazi, then he said to Gehazi, get yourself ready and take my staff in your hand and be on your way. If you meet anyone, do not greet him. And if anyone greets you, do not answer him. But lay my staff on the face of the child. <laughs> Verse 30. And the mother of the child said, as the Lord lives and as your soul lives, I will not leave you. So he arose and he followed her. This woman will continue reading. This woman got up. She went to him and said, did I ask you? Don't awaken anything in me. I, I know for years of pastoring, I know that there's sometimes some words come and you're saying you're blocking what is coming because you don't want something to be awakened in you. You don't, you don't, want, you don't want to desire it again. You, you, you don't want to want it. You are okay where you are. It was her case. She was okay. But she said to the man of God, I did not ask what this happened. Do you know that even the Bible says, come, let us reason together. Come, let's talk. Come and plead your case. When you come before the Lord, you say, Lord, it was you who said this. When the Lord called us and he asked us to come to South Africa, there were other arrangements for us to go to other places or to somewhere else. You've heard Pastor tell this story. And the Lord said, no, this is where I'm sending you to. And so whenever I face a challenge here, I said, Lord, you sent us. Are you following? It is you who said that we come here. It is you. We were going somewhere else. We would have been in a place where, you know, but thank God we obeyed. Because here's the thing. If I had gone where I wanted to go and I faced the situation, what was I going to do? You sending yourself to war? Who is going to pay for you to go to that war? So you're better off following where he sent you. So I can say to him, but Lord, you said we should come here. You asked us to come here. This and this and this is happening. Show yourself strong. And then you fight. Have there been times when I didn't actually feel like fighting? Have there been times when I was like, well, if it's going to happen, let it happen. I really don't care. It's a confession. Where I've said, whatever wants I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired. But he's saying, rise up and fight again. Because there needs to be a fulfillment of prophecy. If you continue to read down, and you just go to the end, you will find that, of course, the woman received her dead child back to life. She received that child back to life. What am I trying to say to us this morning? I'm saying to us that everything and every day you wake up, you need to be ready to fight. Are you following? 
you need to be ready. Don't ever sit one day, think I've arrived and I don't need a fight. Don't be like me on Sunday because the Lord said sit down. That I now think it means I don't have anything to do. It means I don't have any, any part to play. If you do not play your part by fighting this good fight of faith, you will not see and you will not lay hold of the promise. You will not lay hold of the inheritance. I love this woman because this woman thought she was doing something great for the man of God. You know, she's connected and she, she was a powerful woman. She had money. Someone who said, by the next time he's passing through, there will be a, a room for him. Penthouse. Got it ready for him. <clears throat> and, and she thought she was doing him a fantastic thing. And yes, she was. At the end of the day, who needed the penthouse? And who needed the bed in the penthouse? She's the one that needed it. So you may be sitting here and thinking, you know what, I'm okay where I am. At least I can do this and I can do that. But there are certain things God is requiring of you. There are certain things requiring of you that will not only help someone else, but you. But you, Because you don't know the time. You don't know the day. And you decide that I've finished fighting. I've spoken to a, a few ladies before. And I've asked, so what's the plan for you? She says, no, 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 I'm facing other things. Amen. Amen. What about this? She says, no, I've decided to shelve it. God is doing other things. Let's just leave that. And when you're in a situation like that, it becomes difficult to actually uh, give you the word of the Lord. Because I can say, well, you are saying no, but this is what the Lord is showing me. I see you this time next year. I see you in a, uh, uh, this time next month. I see you in a few months' time. This is what I see happening to you. But because you have shut down, because you have adapted, you have said, I'm okay, then you're not able to receive. Because you've decided, you know what? I don't want to fight again. I have fought enough. Then you're not able to receive. It's time to fight the good fight. Amen. I wasn't even going this route of this woman. Well, maybe not now. I was thinking later. But I have a sense, a strong sense in this house. That there are ladies, there are women here. Who have decided as for this side and that area and this area, I'm not fighting. As for this thing is dead and buried. I'm not engaging and maybe there are even some who are saying, well, it's not as if I'm not going to fight, but whenever. There are, you need to know how to lay claim to what God has promised. It, and laying claim is not by ignoring it. If you ignore it, it will stay ignored. It is time for you to rise up and begin to wage a good warfare with the word that you have received. It's time for you to get up and say, you know what? I know that this will come to pass. And if I need to engage, if I need to fight, I'm ready to fight. If I need to take up my shield of faith. Because listening to me, I think it was Annele praying and she was talking about even your thoughts. Right? We're talking about thoughts. 
If you don't deal with the kind of thoughts you're having about what God has said, then you will not see a performance. As a man thinketh, so is he. So it is what you're thinking that tells us who you are. And so if God is saying certain things to you and you are thinking differently about what he's saying, please get ready. We will see the end product of your thoughts. Amen. You know, there are things that become glaring. Amen. When we see your life, they say you are a sum total of your thoughts and your actions. Amen. What are you thinking about what God has said? What are you thinking about his promises? Are you afraid to fight? Are you tired of fighting? Do you think fighting is optional? I have news for you. It is not optional. Amen. I have news for you. It is time for you to arise and fight. To fight the good fight. It's a good fight. To fight with the word. To wage a good warfare with the word of God. And if you have been defeated before, uh, it's okay. Go back into the world. Into the word. Because when you get into the word, the, you're building your muscles. Amen. The next time the enemy comes, he will not get you the way he got you before. Fight the good fight. Listen to me. Fight to stay pure. Amen. Amen. Fight for purity. There are too many things that are calling you. Too many things that are... Come on, baby. Too many things. Music and all kinds of things. It's a fight for you to decide, I'm going to remain pure. Fight to do the will of God. It's a good fight. Because, you know, oftentimes when we're talking about the fight, we're only thinking of obtaining promises, and that's a great thing. Fight to be a blessing. Fight to do what he said you should do. If God has said to you, every month I want you to do this to this person, or for Swazi, or for Anele, are you following? Every month this is what I want you to do. Fight to do it. It's a good fight. Amen. Amen. Every day requires a fight. Amen. 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 Every single day. Everything you do requires you to fight. The day you fold your arms, you will never obtain the promise. Fight to follow the narrow way. Because the broad way does not need a fight. Amen. The broad way is just that it's calling you. It's calling you. But the narrow way you look at it and you're like, this other side is nicer. Fight to go on that narrow way. Fight to go on the way that leads you to life. It's a good fight. Amen. Fight the good fight of faith. Hold on to what God has said. Let it be your weapon. This morning, that song we're singing about him being our pillar. And I believe by God 
that that is another weapon that he has given us. You may not know, I mean, already I've forgotten the, how the song goes. It doesn't matter. You just know he's your pillar. Let that be what you are fighting with. It is the word that you have. You are my pillar. And so it means that if you say this is what I'm supposed to do, if you say this is where I'm supposed to go, it means I'm not going to crumble. It means it will surely come to pass. It means no matter what comes against me, it will not hinder the word of God. It will not stop the word from being fulfilled because you are my pillar. Fight the good fight. Amen. Amen. Have you finished? Can you say like Paul in 2 Timothy? I have fought the good fight. How many of us have fought? Maybe you fought in an area and you feel accomplished. Uh, tomorrow there's another fight. This morning I'm just asking the Lord to reinforce us. And that's why I, I honestly cannot get over that ministration. To reinforce us again. Reinforce us so that whatever it is, that weakness and everything that has hindered us in the past, from saying, Lord, I will fight. Today, those weaknesses are being dealt with. We rise up again and we begin to fight. I want to pray for some people in the house. Because I had to go a completely different direction this morning. And it's okay. All right? I want to pray for people in the house. If you know that there are areas I have stopped fighting... If you know, like that Shunammite woman, where you were like, no, Lord. There's some people, the word is coming, and they're great swords men and women. They are dodging the word and blocking the word. They don't want to receive it because they know that to receive it means they have to engage their faith again. And so I want to pray for you, and I want to pray with you probably need prayer myself. You know that there are areas where you've decided, I'm not fighting. And you think you're doing a spiritual thing, hey? Yeah, yeah. You think you're being spiritual, like, okay, I'm leaving this. No. When he says you fight, it's a good fight. It's a good fight. It's a good fight. You're fighting. That's the problem. You're fighting things that are not good. Fighting all kinds of things. But the good fight, you refuse to fight it. Let's pray. And I want to pray for you this morning. I want to pray with you. Let's pray in the Spirit for a bit. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.